Welcome back to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. I'm really excited about today's episode. You know, it's not always rainbows and unicorns when we're building our businesses. And when the going gets tough, I'm curious what it is that you do. Today, I'm going to share some strategies about how you can handle your business when it's just not going the way that you want it to. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. Welcome back to The Road to Seven. I am so excited that you chose to join us today. There's nothing I love more than chatting and talking with incredible women just like you that are building a profitable business. Now listen, if your revenue isn't exactly where you want it to be, then it might be that you need to come into our next business accelerator. It could be that you need to come and spend two days with me. We do it all virtual. It's live and interactive. And I help you with your messaging and your offer and your positioning so that you can turn around and totally open the faucet on the sales so you can start earning the revenue that you want. This is actually the first step into shifting from being a solopreneur to a CEO. And if you want to learn more about the Business Accelerator, just click below. We'll make sure that there's a link in the show notes. And I hope to see you very soon. Now listen, the going isn't always great when it comes to building your business. And what's interesting is we only usually hear other people's highlights. We don't tend to hear the lowlights. Well, today I want to share what low lights look like from some of the conversations that I've been having and also some of the ways that women have been really holding space for themselves and pulling them through when the times have been more tough than they really want them to be. And you know, tough times look different for everybody. Some people come and say, you know, they haven't been able to sell anything or their programs aren't converting the way that they want or the proposals they're putting out aren't getting picked up or they're not hearing back from people. Other people come and say, you know, they're just tired. They don't really have the zest anymore. They feel like they're coasting. Other people will come and say that their team's not working well or that they themselves are overworked. And I'm sure that you probably fit into one of the categories at some point in your business journey. And what matters most to the longevity of you as an entrepreneur is what you do when the going gets tough. There's some ideas that I'm going to share today that are very mainstream. And then there's others that I'm going to share that are just a little bit out there. So I hope that you'll stick with me. And no, I haven't had anything to drink before the recording of this episode. You're getting me in the raw. So the number one thing that's important to remember when things aren't going well is there's always a reason for it. 
But instead of spending countless hours trying to figure out what it is and trying to, you know, redo things that aren't working and pushing really hard, one of the very first things I advise my clients to do is to close their computer and turn off their phone and to be in silence. I know that that's really hard when you have your kids at home. If you're like us, our kids are not at school right now. We are in month number 5,227,621 of lockdown. It is currently May when I'm recording this, and I have not been able to have my hair cut or colored, by the way, since October. And it is looking not only incredibly shaggy and long, but it's also really gray. And you know, being stuck at home, it wears on you. It ends up feeling quite claustrophobic. Well, that's how I feel anyway. I feel claustrophobic and I feel like I'm always trying to escape to have some time and space on my own. You know, my kids are really, really good about not interrupting me when I'm working. And I know how lucky I am that my kids are older during this lockdown. Those of you that are dealing with younger kids, all I can do is just take my hat off to you. And I know the amount of pressure and stress that you're under because I know the pressure and stress that I'm under. And I have older kids who, for the most part, are quite independent throughout the day. Although I have to say we've had to block a couple video games, which we noticed were logging some incredible hours during the school day, by the way, and a couple social media apps that have been taking away from, you know, the school. And then we also realized that there is a, well, let's just say we have a fair bit of catch up work for my youngest because he hasn't been turning in his assignments. So listen, it's not all rosy over here. And so what do you do when the going gets tough and you can't actually step away from your kids? There is always a way to find solitude. For me, I wake up early to go and find it. It's not unusual that I wake up and go for a walk or I'm going to, if I've got a ton of work to do or a lot of things that need some serious thinking time, I just sit down in the quiet. It's not ideal waking up at an ungodly hour in the morning and it's not my choice, but my choice is also not being in lockdown and being surrounded by people 24-7. And so I'm having to make some choices that are less than ideal, but are providing me with what it is that I need. And I got to tell you, sitting there in the complete silence with a cup of coffee staring out the window as the sun comes up, it's incredible what thoughts and clarity can come as you start your day, not in front of your computer. And so that sacred time at the beginning of the day is a gift that I give myself so that I can have some of that solitude. The other thing that my husband and I have been doing, and he's been amazing about helping out around the house and helping with dinners because he could see that I was cracking under the pressure, is we do a trade-off. And he'll look at me and he'll say, well, it looks like it's time for you to go away. (laughs) And either he will take the kids out sometimes just to drive around to have a change of scenery because we aren't really allowed to go anywhere or that he'll take them to some outside park, you know, where they can go and play and run around. And it just gives me that hour all by myself. And then I'll turn around and do the same for him. And that's been a godsend to be able to spell each other off. That has been the biggest way that I think I've been able to handle things when the going gets tough is that unplugging and stopping thinking about my business. But it's not easy. 
And it doesn't come naturally. It is absolutely an intentional decision that I make when I start to feel claustrophobic. So turn off your computer, shut off your phone, and step away from work or from people. You can be creative and do it in whatever way that you need. And whatever situation you have at home, we will figure out a way for you to find a little bit of solitude, whether you need to stay up just a tiny bit later if you're more of a night owl or wake up a little bit earlier so that you have time. I know it's not ideal, but you've got to be feeding your soul in some way. The other thing that I do for myself and I have been advising clients to do is to look at those things that they can control. You know, I can't control the decisions the government's making. I can't control the spread of the virus. I can only control things around me. And the things around me are my sleep, my food intake, my level of exercise, whether I choose to get showered and put on my face in the morning and step into a work shirt. And I say work shirt because I literally wear sweatpants every day because I'm sitting in front of Zoom and it's just uncomfortable to wear jeans. So putting on that work shirt, putting on my face, putting earrings on some accessories so that I feel like a normal human being. And I think When we're at home and we're not seeing anyone, we sort of think that we're getting dressed up for other people, but we're not. We're getting dressed up for ourselves. And just putting that little piece into your day, making sure you got fresh clothes on every day, you know, making sure you've had a shower every day. And I laugh because when I had all three kids, I had postpartum depression. And one of my my homework was to make sure that within a 24-hour period, I had a shower I had a minimum of eight hours sleep. It didn't have to be consecutive, but it had to be within a 24-hour period. And I had to change my clothes at night and in the morning. So I had to sleep in something and put on different clothes during the day. And just that routine was helpful through the early stages of the postpartum because it just made you feel a little bit normal. So Taking care of yourself is what you can be controlling. In past episodes, I've talked about the different levels of energy that we have. Doing things to replenish and renew your energy sources is vital. Your mental energy, that comes from stepping out, stepping away, and just being. Being without having an agenda or having to do something. Just being without having expectations around you. That's how you can get your mental focus back up. Then we have our emotional energy, which is our ability to connect with others. Emotional energy can be rebuilt and renewed by having really powerful and fulfilling conversations with people who bring you joy and lift you up. It's time to be putting a barrier around you and your energy and protecting it from people who are going to be sucking it dry, who are going to call and complain all the time or riff about this and that, but it's not something that uplifts you. It's okay if you're busy and you don't have time to have those calls in those conversations. You've got to be your number one advocate when things aren't going well. For women, it's often reconnecting with their divine feminine. If you're someone like me, this is a new area that I've never been exploring, but it really is tapping into that feminine energy because I work in a masculine energy throughout the week. Tapping into that feminine energy on a regular daily basis just keeps me a little bit more even and more fueled. And there's some wonderful people that you can follow. There's a podcast, a couple episodes by Carla Wainwright, who's fabulous at helping you reconnect with your divine feminine. So go and follow women who work in that area and in that sphere so that you can put some practices into your day. 
And so when things aren't going well, that whole letting go idea is something that is also equally important. You know, we've got stepping away from your work, we've got taking care of your energies, your physical self, making sure you're taking care of yourself in a way that's going to feed you. But then we also have to let go sometimes and surrender. And surrendering is a process that's not walking away and forgetting about everything and just leaving everything to fall apart. Surrendering is disconnecting yourself from the result and trusting that no matter what the result is, you are going to be okay. There's a fabulous book called The Surrender Experiment, and I don't remember the author right now, but if you go look up and Google The Surrender Experiment, just go and start reading up on the concept. But it's all about letting go to hanging on to those results with such ferocity that you just can't breathe. You are going to be okay. And we have to be able to trust ourselves that when we stay in consistent action, the results are going to come at the right time. I'm hearing some women say that they're not able to sell. They're not getting new clients in. And then at the second breath, they're also saying, my family's needing me more. I don't have enough hours. I'm not able to take on new clients right now. And so sometimes the universe is delivering you packages in a way that is actually helping you, even though in the moment it's feeling really frustrating. So trusting that the right results are going to come at the right time is really critical when you are in the dumps, when you're at just the bottom of the bottom and you can't seem to get anything to go right. Another thing I often talk about is, and I do for myself, by the way, is find micro moments. You know, we can't book huge vacations. Well, most of us can't book huge vacations right now or big birthday parties and big celebrations with the people that we love and even, you know, smaller dinner parties or going to the movies or going out and doing something. It's just not possible right now. And so we need to go and look for micro moments. Micro wins and micro joy. Micro wins are looking for the positive that has happened in a day, no matter how small. My husband and I are done fighting with our grass and we finally said yes to having someone come and help us with our lawn. And this morning I looked out when I was in the middle of coaching and I saw this guy walking around our backyard with some trolley that was spewing these white dots all over. And it was it was the lawn guy starting to fertilize our lawn. That was a micro moment of joy. It's not Instagram worthy or some big celebration where we need to have, you know, streamers and and candles and all that. But it is a micro moment of joy because I'm excited for what's going to come. Actually having green grass this year and grass that is nice to walk on. Micro joy happens in so many different ways. You know, seeing the flowers. For me right now, my planters at the front door are just beautiful. They're a blend of pansies that are orange and yellow. And in the middle, there are some gorgeous yellow tulips. And they just are so bright and cheery. And it's just a little jolt of joy. You know, other jolts of joy are around you everywhere. But you have to be the one to go and find it. Same with the winds. I find it fascinating that on our group calls, my very first question every single call is tell us about some wins. What is happening in your world? And to see some of the women struggle and hum and ha and try and think about the good things. And I got to tell you, we hold space until they find something because there is 
always a win around you, but sometimes you have to go and look for it. A win could be getting something in on time or having a great client call. A win could be winning a new contract or reading a really good book or having insight into something or finishing a project that's been lagging over you. Wins are all around you. It's up to you to go and find them each and every day. Joy is all around you, but you have to decide to go and find it each and every day. Big joy is coming in a lot of small packages right now. And so when you can go out and find those micro moments of joy, turning your face up to the sun for five minutes, one of your kids getting something, someone helping you with something, your plants finally growing, a job done, that joy needs to be acknowledged because it's there. And when you're in that funk and things aren't going well, it's sometimes really, really hard to find those micro moments. And you've got to force yourself to go and do it. And now I did promise that I would share something a little bit different about when things aren't going well. One of the things that I do, and I don't know, I don't even know. All right, I'm just going to tell you. I feel weird even telling you. But I go to a tarot reader and I have someone read my cards. There is always a little bit of a gem in the reading that gives me a boost or a clarity or confidence in something that's happening around me. Of course, the cards are open to interpretation, but your job is to go and interpret them in a way that makes sense to you and gives you what you need in the moment. You know, a tarot reading, like, honestly, my husband just rolls his eyes and that's fine. He can roll his eyes all he wants. But my most recent tarot readings were absolutely reinforcing my next business moves that I'm about to make, which, as you know, are really big as I'm launching this fund to be able to provide micro lending to women entrepreneurs just like you. All signs are pointing to go, even though I might not be feeling in it. And just having that reading where someone's saying, you know, it looks like there's a door that's opening in front of you to an amazing opportunity. Listen, whether it's this next business thing or not, I'm choosing to interpret it as that because I need that boost to give me the courage to make that next step. And so I'm curious what you do. You'll notice that at no point today have I talked about a business tactic or a business tool. This is all things that you can do for yourself that don't have to cost any money at all. It is free to you. It just starts with a choice, a choice that when the going gets tough, you are going to choose to keep going and keep putting that foot in front of each other because I know the power and the value that you bring to the world. And I believe in you more than you sometimes believe in yourself. So if the going is tough for you right now and you don't think anyone is seeing you or understands what you're going through or believes in the value that you bring, I just need you to hear me. I believe in you and I believe in the value that you bring and you are going to get through this tough time one step at a time. I'll talk to you soon. If your marketing efforts and sales funnels are not getting you the returns that you really want, 
And if you're ready to turn your ambitious dreams into profitable results, then the Business Accelerator is here to help you. The Business Accelerator is our newest program that is designed to help you create your clearly defined core offer. You already have a core offer, you tell me. I get it. I'm sure you do. But unless your sales and marketing are converting at exactly the conversion rates that you desire, then there is an opportunity to refine and strengthen your core offer so you start earning the revenue that will match the lifestyle that you truly desire. So maybe you have a business that's earning money, but it's not enough to support the lifestyle that you desire. Or maybe you're feeling burnt out by a constant churn of one-on-one work. Maybe you're at that point where you want to build a team, but you find the thought terrifying and you don't know what you're going to hire them to do. Or you keep trying new things that are not producing the results that you want. The Business Accelerator is here to help. It's here to help you bust through those plateaus, move past your roadblocks, and create a core offer that will set you up for growth, fulfillment, and success. We're going to peel back the layers of your business and likely ditch what isn't working or serving you and really beef up what is helping you get where you want to go. Then we're going to create a rock-solid core offer, which is the cornerstone of a profitable and successful business that is aligned with your goals and values. And then finally, we're going to map out a plan to leverage your business so you can create the freedom, fulfillment, and results you've always dreamed of. This business accelerator is the first step if you're wanting to shift from being a solo entrepreneur into a profitable and thriving six and seven figure CEO. In order to learn more, go visit the Road to Seven website and click on the Business Accelerator program. If you know you want in or you want to talk about it, just simply book a business booster session. The link is down in the show notes below and it would be an honor to talk with you and about your business to see if the Business Accelerator is your next best 